Here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Wednesday. It's KHON to go. Aloha, everybody, and happy Wednesday. Setting up to be a nice day today. Our trade winds, they're here and blowing strong, but not as strong as what we've been tracking the last couple of days. And although we are seeing some double digits right now, as the day progresses, we're looking at winds only increasing to up to about 15 miles an hour. So strong enough to keep our humidity levels still fairly low, not quite as comfortable as what we have been seeing, uh, but also light enough that we could be seeing some sea breezes in the afternoon hours. So that means some afternoon spotty showers may be coming through. Trades only to 15 miles an hour for today. And not only do we have our trade winds bringing on shore some trade showers, but also some high clouds that are streaming up over the state coming in from the south, going to be adding to the sky cover, leading to really nice conditions to start off the day. Many of us woke up to a beautiful sunrise uh, and likely going to be seeing nice sunset with some of those high clouds sticking around. Now, the rainfall, though, that we're continuing to see brought on shore by our trade wind flow a bit widespread and even saw some moderate showers coming through for the windward areas here on Oahu. Those have started to lighten up, but they are still widespread. So if you're out for the windward sides, take an umbrella out. If you're heading out in the morning hours, we have about a 50% chance of rain there, about a 20% chance for the leeward sections, and then that drops down at about noon. Future satellite and radar shows fairly sunny conditions with a light trade wind flow through Friday, but good news is the forecast models also show that high restrengthening starting on Friday. So by the middle of Friday and then into the weekend, our trades should be back in full force with winds back to 20 miles an hour. But for today, do expect it to be feeling a bit warmer. The death toll from COVID-19 in Hawaii continues to climb with four more deaths reported yesterday. According to health officials, three of those who died were on Oahu, the fourth on Hawaii Island. All were elderly with underlying medical conditions. There were also 181 new cases yesterday. It'll still be a few days before we know the results of yesterday's testing along the H3. Thousands of people showed up on both sides of the tunnels to get tested. The state decided to move ahead with the event despite getting a letter from the federal government rejecting the state's request to close the freeway. We've been planning this operation for over a week now. Um, and this is the only site on the island that we have for testing today. This, the requirements for testing are way too big for us to, to stop moving forward on right now. Governor Ige says everyone is encouraged to take advantage of another free testing on the H3 tomorrow or during the next week and a half at other locations. As cases continue to go up on the Big Island, we've learned more restrictions could be on the way. Mayor Harry Kim says he submitted a request to the governor to restrict gatherings at Hawaii County Beach Parks from September 4th through the 19th. Make additional rules for the holiday because people are not complying with the preventive rules, as we call them, in regards to face coverings, in regards to distancing. Yeah, yeah. On Maui, officials are addressing new clusters at the Wailuku Police Station and at Lahaina Restaurant. There are also two cases in the prosecutor's office, both at the old Wailuku Courthouse and one employee at the Molokai Base Yard also tested positive. 75 years ago today, the war in the Pacific came to an end on the starboard deck of the USS Missouri. Pamela Young is braving the weather conditions and joins us live from Pearl Harbor. Good morning, Pamela. 
Good morning. We're getting a major Hawaiian blessing right now, but at least it's created a beautiful rainbow over the battleship Missouri Memorial. You know, when we think of World War II, many of us think about the soldiers, the sailors, the airmen, but 200,000 women also enlisted. And today, we've got about two and a half million women in our armed forces. Joining us now is Lieutenant Janice Leister of the U.S. Navy. And I, I want to know, did those who came before you inspire your decision to make the military a career? They definitely did. Um, I am very fortunate that I entered the service at a time where virtually every program is open to um, women with the exception of some. And that's because of all the sacrifices and uh, of those women and them fighting for those opportunities and showing how valuable women are to the military. And I think World War II helped showcase that, the roles they were playing and seeing that they're a vital, they're a vital need for our services. And more programs begin to open up to women. They started integrating um, women into programs that already existed. And now we have a really well-functioning service, and that's because our male and female soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines, Coast Guardsmen, they, they, we, we all work together really well. And so um, it was definitely a big influence on me. My mother is a, um, was a naval officer, and so she, was, she entered at a time when um, you, women couldn't even serve on ships. And so you know, seeing her, her go through that and, um, and want to serve even at a time when she wasn't necessarily welcome into the service um, was a big influence and I definitely, um, definitely fostered my, my need to serve. Back then, uh, women were, were mostly consigned to clerical jobs, nursing, uh, some training and teaching, and you were talking about these expanded programs. What kinds of programs would you like to see in the future? Well, obviously, I think right now there's um, a lot of talk around um, combat roles, um, special warfare, just kind of integrating um, women into those fields. And I think that's where we're seeing um, a lot more conversation occurring. Um, but it's been great now that, you know, we've got women who are fighter pilots. They serve on submarines now, um, female officers. And so we've opened up a lot of programs to women. Um, and, and really even the, the pilot programs and being on combat warships, um, that's only been around for about 30 or so years. And so, um, but yeah, the special, the special warfare, the combat roles, those are gonna be kind of, um, I think where a lot of women are hoping Mm -hmm. um, open up a little bit more to them. Thank you very much for joining us, Lieutenant Janice Leister, and for being part of Girl Power in the Military, the uh, commemoration of the 75th anniversary of World War II, uh, the end, uh, will be on in about uh, an hour and 20 minutes, and we will be right back here to give you more information about that program. Back to you in the studio. And again, join us at 8.30 as the ceremony begins. You can catch it on KHI as well as KHUN2.com. Thank you, Pam, for that live report. And thank you to Lieutenant Leister, all the women and the men who continue to serve and those who served before our time and for fighting for our freedom. And that was your morning news. Make sure to tune in right back here tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. It's everything you need to know with K2N to go.